Hi, this is Jackie Russo, and I'm the host of Razor Branding Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoy it, learn something from it, and it makes your time worthwhile. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Please be sure to subscribe. You can do it through iTunes or through the razorbranding.org website. For more information, you can get everything you need to know from that site, as well as info about each episode. You can follow me on Twitter at Jackie Russo, J-A-C-I-R-U-S-S-O. If you don't like what is being said, change the conversation. Hi, this is Jackie Russo with Razor Branding Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about YouTube. By the end of this time, are you going to be turned into a YouTube viral sensation, making millions of dollars as hundreds of millions of people watch your videos? No. Unequivocally and completely, I can tell you that is not going to happen today, or at least not on my watch. But what I will do is give you some tips, pointers, uh, some ideas on how you can use YouTube, why you should use YouTube, and what kind of benefits you're going to get from it. So for most business owners, most brand managers, most people, YouTube is for fun. It's a distraction. It's something to go and look up um, how-to videos to fix things at your house or an interesting place to go and watch funny videos of people slipping on ice or building snow castles or taking stupid falls or watching highlight reels from your favorite sports team. There are so many fun ways that people use YouTube that I think it almost gets lost in the shuffle the way we can use it for business. And trust me, there are so many businesses that have benefited from YouTube. Not everybody is some YouTuber unboxing a package or playing with slime or uh, showing people how to play with toys. In a lot of cases, YouTube has been used by business people for business people to do serious business. So don't worry about what everybody else is using YouTube for. You can focus on how to use it for business. So what you need to think about is how to use YouTube to create your own unique community uh, for a video hub, uh, an easy way to integrate videos into what you're doing with your website and with your marketing plan, and as affordable advertising. Uh, Because although it's going to cost some money to produce the videos, it might not cost any more than just a really good iPhone and some great lighting. Um, You may want to spend a little more to get them professionally produced, but at the end of the day, it is a very inexpensive way to reach millions of people. So I'm just going to give you some examples of a few companies that have done it really well. And I'm going to talk through some things that they did um, very smartly to get the result that they got. So if you haven't already, you should go check out Blendtec. Blendtec is genius. It is a company that makes industrial blenders. Now that doesn't really sound like very much fun, but when they hired a new marketing director and he saw the way that the um, owner of the company tested the blenders, just like a spot check before they got shipped out, he realized he had a great opportunity. So what he saw the owner doing was walking up, randomly selecting a box, opening it, pulling out a brand new blender that was getting ready to be shipped out, grabbing a nearby object, in this case, it was a mop, and blending the mop handle. And so he looked at the, his new coworkers because it was his first day on the job, and said, what is happening here? And they said, oh, don't ever leave anything laying around the warehouse when we're shipping out because he'll grab anything and blend it. 
And the guy was like, that's genius. So he took the guy, he put him in a break room, uh, lab coats and lab glasses, and they started blending stuff. They've blended skis. They've blended brooms, mops, uh, CDs. They've blended um, iPhones. They've blended all kinds of crazy stuff. And so what happens, the, vi- the videos have gone viral. People love watching it. It's really funny and a little kitschy, but it has done wonders to increase their sales. Another example of a company that's used um, YouTube really well would be Gary Vaynerchuk. When he started working in his family's wine business, he started making wine videos. Now, this is a guy from New Jersey, and he's got that heavy New Jersey accent and curses, and he's real off the cuff and kind of rough around the edges, and he's fun to watch, especially when he talks about something as fon 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 as wine. And so it's been really cool to see that juxtaposition His videos are so much fun to listen to and to see what he's doing, and you can learn about wine. A lot of really good information about good wines for cheap, expensive wines that are great, uh, all kinds of lessons. So those are two people that have found their niche and have realized how to use YouTube to truly build a community. And that is step one, is learn to understand the YouTube community. What you wanna do is use videos that will be interesting and that content will be fascinating to them. It'll make them want to subscribe to you so that they are eagerly waiting to receive the next video that comes out. So you want to remember two things. One, YouTube reaches 81% of internet users. So when I say everybody's on YouTube, that's pretty close to right. And there's a pretty big age gap between the millennials and everybody else. So you've got to decide, are you making videos to try to appease everyone? Are you making them that'll really connect with the millennials? Or are you going for a more targeted older demographic? Knowing who you're talking to will help you determine what kind of videos they should be, what the production value should be, how they should work, everything. So you wanna make sure that you're really targeting those videos to your core audience. Also, you wanna realize that they wanna be involved in the video. The people that are watching it, so if you turn off the comments because you don't want to deal with the hassle of them trolling you, you don't want to deal with the potential negative press of them writing something ugly, then you may lose any interaction with those videos altogether. Sometimes you have to open yourself up for the potential of a negative comment to be able to receive all the positive comments. And if you do get a troll responding, then respond. You can handle it. You can answer them. Remember the things we've talked about um, over all these past 40 or so episodes? You want to respond in a polite manner. You want to address their issues directly. And if they're truly just a troll and they're writing horrible things that are in, in no way applicable to what you're doing, then report it. Deal with it. But don't block out all of the potential positive comments just to block out one potential bad comment. The next thing you want to do is think of YouTube as a hub. So you want to upload all of your videos to YouTube to live there, and then you can uh, embed them on your website and share them on Facebook, but let them all live in one place. So all of the clicks that you get from YouTube, from Facebook, and from the website, and anywhere else that you might share them, will all get tracked and calculated together because you want to make sure you're getting a good record of all that traffic. You don't want to lose it. You also want to be on a schedule. You don't want to just make a video whenever you think about it because you're going to get busy and it keeps getting pushed back and pushed back and then no new videos come out. So you want to put a schedule together just like you would for blogging or any other content creation. 
Once you have created the videos, you do want to make sure you share them everywhere. Like I said, Facebook is important. Uh, your website is important, but you want to put them on Twitter. You want to include them maybe into an email or a newsletter, a press release. You want to reuse that content to continue to get further engagement. And because you shared them uh, for the first time on January 5th, doesn't mean you can't share it again a week later, a month later, six months later. As long as it's still relevant, pertinent content, share it. Now, should you share it every day? Not so much. But on a every once in a while basis, for sure. As long as people are still watching it and interested in it, then you should keep sharing it with them. Because the chances are not everybody's going to see it the first time you put it out there. Also, you want to use YouTube as an advertising medium. So you want to be sharing your message. You want to find a visual way to communicate that message. That's when you really know that the video you're creating is on brand because it's just the visual way to explain what you would tell someone if you're standing next to them about who you are and what you're about. You can advertise with your videos on YouTube. It's a great way to use the audience that YouTube already has built in and get them to see your message if they aren't already subscribers to your channel. It's just like boosting posts on Facebook. Uh, product spotlights are a great thing to use on YouTube. Uh, you can share actual videos of your products and how they work. You can use videos of your customers interacting with your products. Uh, you can create a dedicated channel just for those products. How-to videos are great also. It's a great way to teach people how to use your products, to show them um, the best case scenario, uh, and to really get them engaged and immersed into it. Sephora has a great YouTube channel, and when they show people how to apply the makeup, my three daughters watch them all the time, that's a great tool, and it really builds up their brand equity. And it's interesting. I noticed that when the girls became teenagers and started dabbling in makeup, they were perfectly content to get their makeup from anywhere. They would get it from a drugstore. They would get it from a grocery store. They would get it from uh, small boutique shops. They didn't really care, and I was price conscious, so that's what we paid attention to. But once they discovered Sephora and started watching the videos, they are completely brand loyal now. That is it. They will not buy makeup anywhere else. So mission accomplished. A comparison video is a really interesting way to use video to show customers all of the choices, not just the things you make, and then show them why yours is better than the others. You can also show them a number of choices within your line. Samsung does that really well. It shows people multiple devices so you can make an informed purchase and it gives you all the options available and it helps you know to make an educated decision. Influencer videos are also very, very popular. So if you have a restaurant, you could get with a food critic to review your food and put that out there. Uh, if you have a retail store and so you want to maybe try out different fashions or different jewelry, you can invite customers in, well-known fashion bloggers to interact with them. You can make over uh, some of your customers using your products. And that's a great way to use video to show befores and afters. So these steps really get you to a place where you're just using YouTube more. The more you use it, the better you'll get, the more you'll see how other people are using it. And that will allow you to crank out better videos on a regular schedule that really work for you. So when we talk about sharing your brand, YouTube is a great way to do that because it's an interesting way to use video and it's a fantastic way to engage a larger audience than the one you already have built into your social media channels. I hope this has been very helpful. Hope you enjoyed it. 
Let me know if you start making YouTube videos. Share those with me at Jackie Russo on Twitter, um, or you can hit our Razor Branding podcast website, which is razorbranding.org, and let us know there. If you have comments for future episodes, feel free to drop us a line. We'll be happy to cover those topics for you. And as always, we humbly request a five-star review on your podcast app. Uh, Thank you so much.